Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A wild weekend for the NFL's wildcard weekend? Well, not that wild. And college football's national championship game is here. That's up on this edition of the Rick and Tom podcast. Hey, everybody. Tom Jones, Rick Stroud, Tampa Bay Times. Our producer, Steve Verstick. The NFL playoffs have arrived, Rick. Not a great weekend. Every year I get excited for the first round, you know, the wild card round. I get all jacked up, watch every game, and then I watch, uh, walk away and I go, why did I watch every game this? How come these first round games are always so bad? I mean, they were competitive most of the I don't know what you mean by bad. <laughs> but, well, we'll get to the Jacksonville bad Buffalo game. Bad is in good? <laughs> well, those teams, you know, I mean, they couldn't throw their way out of a paper bag with those quarterbacks, but... I thought the other games were very. I mean, you had upsets. I mean, I didn't. I didn't pick the the road teams to win all the games. No, um, I, I completely in the first on round. Saturday's then, games, Jeff. Yeah, and then um, and then you know, look, it's hard to beat a team three times. I think the Saints proved that. Um, mm-hmm. And Carolina really, you know, had a good shot at it, a good look at it. But you know, Saints were not themselves. They they didn't run the ball. So there was. I thought it was. You know, I thought it was interesting. I, you're right. It wasn't like these are not the best teams, and that's the thing you'll realize next week when the better teams are playing. You'll go, oh, so that's why they had the bye. <laughs> exactly. That's. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't great football. It was close football. It was interesting football. It wasn't yeah. great football. Let's go back. Let's start. Let's just do it. Let's do it in chronological order. Sure. Here. Let's go back to the Saturday. Tennessee at Kansas City, Rick. And if I'm in Kansas City right now, I'm asking, what the hell is Andy Reid doing? And I and mm-hmm. it starts to become a question about whether or not. And I think he's a really good coach, Rick. And if he was my coach, I'd be okay with that. I I think, but it gets to the point now where you start to wonder if this guy can coach in the playoffs, don't you? Well, the record's not good. I mean, he's been to one Super Bowl. He's been to a bunch of championship games. But in Kansas City, they can't win at home. And Kansas City has been known because of their fan base, and and those people are so into it. It's it's supposed to be a tough place to play. It was a cold weather game, and they controlled the game the first time. I mean, they were twenty-one to three, Tom. Twenty-one to three. You have to finish the game and somehow and only Andy can answer for this they got away from running the ball i mean which is what they do how do you how do you build a 21 to 3 lead running the football and then what like five times your best running back touches the ball in the second half it just it didn't make sense now there were some freakish things that happened and you know i had people like lighting me up because i said that, that i thought marcus mariota was terrific maybe that's the wrong verb but in the <laughs> second half he made football plays he made yeah, play he after play after play, and all I know about about this is that Marcus Mariota has a playoff win, win playoff mm-hmm. win on the road, and he was a big part of that win. Nineteen of thirty-five, two hundred and five yards. He threw a couple touchdowns, uh, one to himself, which one is, to uh, himself. Yeah, <laughs> which, which uh, people are saying, "Well, what a lucky break." You know what? That's a football play. Hey, he made a play. He was aware of where he was and what he was doing. He did throw one interception, but I go back to this thing, Rick, and just to hit on this Andy Reid thing a little bit more because yeah. he was asked about this after the game, and he said, because they asked the same question you did. How do you, how do you have, you know, the one of the best running games in the NFL and the leading rusher in the NFL, and he touches the ball five times in the second half when you have an 18-point lead? It's not like you're down 18. No, you want to run the ball. You want to run clock, right. if nothing Against else. The, 
against yeah. a team that's not really a quick strike offense. Tennessee's that's not. That's right. You know they're not they're not the Rams when they go up and down the field. Although we'll get no. to the Rams' offensive problems in a minute. But uh, but I and then after the game, he's asked about. He said, "Wow, well, we can." You know, you can always go over what was what what we did, what we should have done. Yeah, we're doing it right now, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. want to go over uh, it. That's right. And it, <laughs> because apparently, be... you didn't do it at halftime. Yeah. No, I, there's no excuse for it. I mean, really, when you know, a couple things about these teams in the playoffs. As I look at them, all of them are built really soundly around the run game. And you know, as much as you like, dislike, whatever Alex Smith can do. I mean, they, they took control of that game because of the plays they made in the run game. It just does, And especially when you have a lead. I mean, the whole thing about playing with the lead is that you want teams to become desperate. You want to shorten the game. You know, you want to get to the fourth quarter. And the way you do that is, frankly, running the football. Right. And you have a good running game. It's carried you this far. You know, Alex Smith is, is very functional, and, and he plays off the play action and things like that. But it doesn't make sense, and I don't understand Andy Reid. They're going to be kicking themselves in the tail, you know. They, it's it's one of those things he can't explain because it wasn't like they ever stopped you. You stopped yourselves, and that's like the worst thing that you can say, you know. Is that and and look, maybe they were loading up. Maybe they saw a bunch of one on one opportunities because that's frankly what Tennessee had to do. They had to overplay the run. Um, right. you know, and then Kelsey, Kelsey got hurt, and I think Kelsey that took, takes took, a big piece out oh, of it. Oh, it's unbelievable offense. that, you know, yeah, exactly, that um, the, the shot he took. But still, it, it's just, you know, you have to finish that game. 21-3 to at home in the playoffs against a team that's not an offensive juggernaut, against a, a quarterback that's tasting his first bite of the playoffs, it, it just doesn't make sense that you would lose that game at home. This is the second time Andy Reid's team has blown an 18-point lead in Ugh. the playoffs, which is almost impossible to do. Only it a handful of teams have ever done. He's now one and four, Rick, with the Chiefs in the playoffs. And I know the last mm. two losses were they, you know, were at home. They lost Saturday to the Titans. Last year, they lost to a Steelers game uh, to a Steelers team that hardly could move the ball offensively last season. Remember, I think they kicked yeah. a bunch of bunch of field goals in that game. I'm not even sure they scored a touchdown in that game, if I remember correctly. And right. what usually happens, Rick, is Kansas City's offense melts down in the playoffs. And I know you could sit there and blame Alex Smith, and it looks like his time in Kansas City is about it's done. done. Yeah. But I, I don't know that it's his fault either. I, I, I mean, he's not. He, he's, would I pick him to be one of my top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL? No. But he's not awful he's not god awful he's not one of those guys that that can't play at all I, no and yet and yet uh you know and I, I hear what you're saying but and i didn't like what they did in the second half but at the end of the day he's not going to be their quarterback i mean mahomes is going to get going to get the ball next year right and really i mean alex just hadn't had any playoff success you know there are quarterbacks in this league that are really good regular season but they they can't move their teams in the postseason and I think quarterbacks are really judged not by the regular season, not by anything except except postseason success, and he has not had any. So, you know, I mean, this is as much the you know we talk about a coach quarterback lead, and I'm not giving Andy Reid a pass here, um, but Alex Smith has not been good enough to get his team where they where they probably should be. I mean, this look, this team started out five and zero; they had wins. Um, at New England, I mm-hmm. think. Um, yeah. at, Pitts, at Pittsburgh, am I right? No, they didn't win at no, Pittsburgh. No, not Pittsburgh. It was it was another good team they beat. But at any rate, they they started out hot, and then they then they hit a lull, and then he gave up the play calling, um, and then they they came back 
you know, in stride, and and they finish with four in a row to end the season, I think. And there's just no way you can lose this Tennessee team. And I give Tennessee all the credit, but man, that that is a big opportunity missed right there. Absolutely. Now, what did you make of Marcus Mariota? Because you said, I guess, now tell me a little bit about, you said you got some reaction on Twitter. Oh, I got crushed. Yeah. Well, first of all, we know that, you know, and and the funny thing is, is that people, um, (laughs) no matter what you say, you know, the whole Mariota Winston thing, um, people will say, well, you've never liked Jameis. You've never been a big fan of Jameis. Let me make this clear for those of you who haven't heard this before. I'm not a fan of anybody. I, I, I lost my fan card when I started to do this job back in, 1990 so um, and to be fair rick i think you and i both were on board not in terms of fans but just as people who cover the league people around this team i think you and i were both thought that at least i did and i think you did too we thought the bucks should have taken james winston ahead of marcus Mariota. i did i I I admit that yeah i don't know that i was on record saying it but i will say that i thought that both would be uh, and I think I said this, that both would be uh, very successful in this league. I, you know, people like to say well, when you have a number one and a number two, one of them is going to be a failure. And I, I, in this case, I didn't think that was going to be the way it was. Now, look, Marcus Mariota had a rough season. He, he had more interceptions than touchdowns. He was hurt a lot. Um, and he played a bad first half. I mean, it, wasn't, it was not. Look, when you throw for 200 yards, that's necessarily nothing to write home about. But my whole thing was that – did you win or not? And were you a big part of them winning? Yes and yes. I mean, his second half, um, yeah, was 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 maybe a, a bad read and the ball gets batted in the air and you catch it and then dive in the end zone and you made a really nice block on on a on a play to salt the game away. But you know what? Those are those are key plays. Those are football plays, and you got the W. And to me. Um, that may carry his confidence a long way. I mean, that that might be one of those career-changing type games. Now, do I think where they go next? Pittsburgh? Uh, no, no, New England. New England. Okay, they go to New England. Do I think they're going to beat New England? Hell no. I don't give them a chance in in wherever they a play. Snowball's in, in chance Boston. in Foxborough. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, but but he's got scoreboard, and so for those of those you know you are keeping score. Mariota v. Winston, and people say, well, they got a running game. They don't build around. Yeah, all that's true. But I think that quarterbacks are rightly judged by playoff wins. And mm-hmm. you know what? He's 1-0, and and he made plays to win the game. So people were like, well, I don't think he played trip. Well, okay, maybe not the first half. But I think you get all the credit in the world. And when you win the game, and, 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 and this is not an easy place to play in Kansas City, down 21-3. to um, I don't care if it's a regular season game. That's a hard score to come back from on the road. So I, I think Mariota proved something. And, and did you see the reaction, Tom, on the sideline when he threw that? Oh, of my all, gosh. I, first of all, he made a bad read. You know, here's the thing. That's a zone read play, mm-hmm. okay? The defensive end crashes down. He should have kept the ball. You know, he should have pulled the ball out of the running back's gullet and just This was on around. the last drive. The last drive that the salsa yeah. game away. And instead, he hands it off and realizes, uh-oh, that guy, that guy was crashing down, and I just handed it to my running back. So he hustled over there and made the key block. But did you see the reaction of his sideline oh, when yeah. he did that? It was they all come those guys are all on board with their quarterback, and I think belief and execution and, and putting your face in the fan as he did, yep. I think all those things are important. 
Boy, did you see your boy, though? <laughs> Darrell Revis totally Ooh. shut down on that play. He's getting killed now for uh, for not really going all out on that to make a tackle on that play. Uh, and yet, you know what? I mean, I, I, think, I didn't think it was that big a deal. At the end of the day, I, I'd like to see the, as they say, the all-22 view because, you know, it looks like he's within range um, if he hustles. And certainly he didn't, like, turn the jets on. He kind of he loafed. That's what we call a loaf. By the same token, I'm not sure if he sprinted over there. He's going to have to go through his guy yeah. to get to the running back and then try to drag down Henry on that play. He might make start. the tackle, but it's still going to be beyond the first down. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, so. It didn't look good on film, as they say. <laughs> no, and people are waiting to jump all over him. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, so Tennessee moves on. The second game on Saturday, Rick, uh, Atlanta at the Rams. You and I both picked the Rams to win this mm-hmm. game. They just didn't look ready, Rick. They looked you know, 13 points out of an off out of an offense that was at least statistically, anyway, the best offense in the NFL. I know their schedule wasn't the greatest schedule in the world, but still, I mean, they put up more points than anybody else. I was a little disappointed in their play, Rick. And I, even watching McVay, Sean McVay, after the game, their head coach, it almost seemed like he wasn't too upset. Like, okay, this is a learning experience. Not that they weren't. You can never play that way. You can't play like, okay, we're building towards something here. But you did get the sense that. They, this just wasn't their time, maybe. I don't know. That's the way I looked at it. They look scared. They were scared. <laughs> um, look, Atlanta has a ton of playoff experience. Atlanta did something that I didn't necessarily think they would do, but they ran the heck out of the football. And, you know, when I look at Aaron Donald, I, I really thought that the Rams' defense would, would create a lot of problems for Matt Ryan. And, you know, the easiest thing to do is turn around, turn around and hand the ball off. And they didn't stop the run game like they needed to. And Atlanta's defense, we have not given enough credit for their defense. Their defense has really played beyond my expectations. A they lot carried of them down the stretch, no doubt about it. They really have. And, you know, you, you had mistakes on special teams. I mean, there was things happening. And what it, what, you, what it adds up to is a team that, you know, wasn't ready for the big, the big spotlight. I mean, they just and, – and I'll say this, too. Look. The NFC South is a hell of a division. Yeah, it is. And the last two years, they you know they put teams in the Super Bowl and they've had the MVPs. And I know that you know we'll get to the New Orleans Carolina game, which was a, a battle royal to the end. But you know, I think this kind of shows how tough this division is. And if you if you make the playoffs, if you come out of here. And either win the division or get in the postseason. You're you're pretty battle tested, whether it's on the road or at home. And so, you know, Atlanta was in the Super Bowl. I mean, they've played much better down the stretch. And I thought they were just the you could see they were just a, a you know the more experienced, more poised, uh, a better football team. And you know, maybe maybe it was too too much too soon. And this happens in the league. I mean, I remember when the Bucks. We're starting to hit their stride, and they went up to Green Bay, and you thought, you know, I know they didn't host the game. I mean, it's a different scenario, but right. you know what? You take a step up in weight class. You know, you, you start to pull on, on, a, on a champion's cape, and you realize, mm, we're not quite there yet with a second-year quarterback and, you know, really a one-dimensional game where they, they build everything around Todd Gurley. So, yeah, it just, it just seemed and, – and I picked the Rams. I, I really thought – I, I thought the Rams' defense would play better than they did. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing, though. I mean, you mentioned Atlanta, and I have no issues. If you told me Matt Ryan's my quarterback for the playoffs, I'm okay with that. 
I'm perfectly okay yeah, with that. Sure. And I thought he looked like you know he looked like Matt Ryan. The games on Saturday, Rick, the, the officiating, by the way, in the first game was horrible. Oh. It was just awful. And the field conditions in the second game were just awful. Yeah, so well, not what a good... the hell? Did they just like <laughs> put paint on dirt? Like what, what was I, that? It's what it said. It looked like guys were slipping all over the place. Now there was a game on there since they, they apparently changed the field over and I think UCLA and USC played on there and they had no issues in that game, but I don't know what happened on on Saturday, but Terrible. that field, somebody was going to get hurt in that game. So off to a bad start. Then we get to Sunday, and then the teams were awful in the first game. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Buffalo, Jacksonville, Rick, this game was awful. Just awful. I thought Jacksonville had a shot in Pittsburgh, and we'll talk about next week's games later on this week. But I changed my mind. Blake Bortles is awful. I don't know how they won. I don't know how they won this game. Uh, this game was horrible. I fell asleep during it and woke up, and nothing happened. Nothing had happened. Tom, this game, I mean, it's sad to say, as you know, as bad as Blake Bortles, Bortles was, I mean, Taylor was almost worse. I mean, he yes. lost the game. Bortles turned down wide open throws. It was as if they said, hey, um, Blake, now here's the thing. We may call a pass. That doesn't mean <laughs> you have to throw it. Like whatever you do, like even if you see a dude out there and they're playing zone and they're off and he's behind the sticks, if you don't think you can make that throw, go ahead and tuck it and run. I'm telling you this is the worst quarterbacking I've seen in the National Football League this year. Those two guys, and I know that they're, they're not. I mean, and look, Jacksonville's got a good defense. I get that. They're yeah, really but Jacksonville good has they have some talent on at receiver. Yes, you know what do. I mean? They they mm-hmm. have. It's not like they're like you know like if you look at if you look at Buffalo, you go, eh, I don't know. You know, outside of Shady McCoy, like I don't know, they have like a ton of just game breaking talent. But my goodness, this this quarterback play today in that game was just horrific. He threw for he didn't he ran for more yards than he threw for and he didn't run for that many yards. It was like no. eighty eight yards to eighty seven or something like that. He threw for eighty seven yards. Awful. They, they somehow managed to win. Now their defense is really good and they will give Pittsburgh some some issues I think because they did they earlier can't this score, year. Tom. But they can't score. They can't score. There's at all. no way they can score more points in Pittsburgh, right? I don't think so. In fact, now they back, played the Steelers earlier, right? They played the Steelers earlier and they won and that game big, but but they had two pick sixes in that five game. Five interceptions. Five in interceptions and two pick sixes. So yeah. uh they, they it's not like they lit it up offensively in that so game. So failing that. Yeah, no. And I in this game it was just uh and, and Buffalo even had a chance late in in that game. Yeah, Speaking, they did. And and what a weird ending, right? I mean you get the uh, quarterback yeah. uh hurts his Taylor, neck or Taylor gets hurt, yeah, gets knocked down out or whatever. They pick up the first down after that. I mean, it was weird. And then he throws the interception. Oh, it was just, yeah. it was just trouble. Best game of the weekend uh, was the the last one, Carolina and New Orleans. The Saints hold on, Rick. We knew that this was going to be a close game. We both predicted it would be close. We both picked Saint, uh, New Orleans to win, and they and they did. Panthers had a chance late in this game, Rick. Here's something that happened, though, during this game. If, if, if you didn't see it, I absolutely love this. Saints had the ball. Two minutes left in the, uh, in the game. They had a 31-26 lead, and they had to – 
the ball I th- just inside the midfield probably is about the what about the forty five yard line or so of Carolina and Sean Payton decided to go for it and as it turned out Drew Brees rolled out couldn't find a receiver threw it and ended up getting intercepted which was probably the wrong thing but it, Carolina should just knocked it down either way though Rick I like the idea of Sean Payton trying to go for it and keep the ball there even though he ended up giving it back I don't know why more coaches don't do that now I don't know that it you know they end up holding on for the win but. Did you were you were you cool with that call? Were you okay with that play? Uh, I understood what he was doing. I, I I don't know that I was okay with it at the time. I mean, I was saying, wow, this is this is a, a real risk. And, and the thing is, you're right. If the guy doesn't intercept the ball, and it was questionable that he did anyway, right? Um, which is weird. They didn't go to replay, or if they did, they didn't they didn't feel like he um, he juggled it. But um, he lost twenty yards. I mean, the ball would have been you know, Carolina ball around midfield, around fifty yard line. Yeah, they got right back there after one play, so it wasn't it wasn't like they couldn't overcome it. But it was, you know, it it, it was tough, man. It was just it was a feeling that Carolina kind of had momentum, and you know, it was fourth and two. Just to be, clear I don't know. About it, are you probably. saying in that instance that you really, really trust your defense, or you really, really don't trust them? Like that's one. Like <laughs> what? Like which is it? You know, I, I guess you trust them because if you don't make it, you're gonna give the ball at midfield. But it's a chance to end the game, and they right. didn't. And some some stuff happened after that, and and um, somehow, you know, New Orleans just barely hang hang hangs on. But you know what was weird about this game? It it made absolutely. I mean, first of all, it's hard to beat a team three times in your division. I mean, these division games are really. If you go back and look, with the exception of the Bucks playing in New Orleans, you can look at every division game. And I know Carolina lost twice, and and they weren't really that close score wise, and maybe competitively today was not that case this game literally could have gone either way i mean the saints couldn't put them away what was weird to me was tom the saints have won by running the football mm-hmm. and and running it well and using those two running backs as receivers and tonight or today uh, on sunday they could not they could not run the football i mean it was like drew Brees is back to being drew Brees and throwing it you know <laughs> a million times and it just it was weird. It was like, wait a minute, you guys got here, you know, with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, and maybe, you know, maybe Carolina just decided we're going to sell out and 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 make you beat us. And it was it was just not the way I thought that New Orleans was going to play. And yet they managed to win the game because Drew Brees is great. Yeah, Drew Brees is great, Rick, and that's a team that I'd be afraid of because of Drew Brees. I mean, they're going to go into Minnesota. Minnesota's a, they got a good defense, a good team. That's going to be a heck of a football game next week. I, I and we'll, I guess we'll talk about all the games later on this week. But sure. that's a team that you know, I'd be a little scared of right now just because of just because of Drew Brees. And it could, look, it, go, it all goes back to this, Rick. I mean, look look who the teams that won this weekend: Tennessee plays Kansas City. Who's the better quarterback? Probably Marcus Mariota's the better quarterback. Atlanta and the Rams. I know Jared Goff is 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 an up and comer. Right now I take Matt Ryan. He's the better quarterback. Jacksonville Buffalo they're both bad, but probably Bortles is a little bit better. And then New Orleans and Carolina. Cam Newton's a really good quarterback, but I like Drew Brees a lot. I didn't like Cam on that last play of the game, by the way. And I know he's under pressure and just got throw it up in the air. Throw it five miles. Throw it as high as you can. <laughs> Maybe somebody yeah. will run underneath it. I, I, well, I mean, he it's was easier under to, pressure. It's right easy away. to say Actually, that here. Yeah. Listen, I thought Cam played really, really well, and I thought he threw the ball very well. They dropped a touchdown in the end zone. They missed the uh, field goal right after that. I mean, you know, that's a, a seven to you know three point swing in a, in a close game. You just can't not make those plays. And and actually, I thought he was very accurate. I mean. They took away 
um, Funches. You know, it was, you know, Marshawn Lattimore just shut him down. Carolina struggled offensively all year long. You know, they don't have a solid running game. Cam didn't really try to run the ball as much as he had of late. And so they were one-dimensional. And yet I, I still thought he played he played pretty good. I mean, I thought he was pretty accurate throwing the football. It was, you know, it just came down to a play or two. But credit the Saints, man. They beat those guys three times, and that's so hard to do in the NFC South. Yeah, NFC South, two of the four teams left in the NFC are both from the, the NFC South. Uh, and the Bucks look up. And it's not like those teams are getting winning. any worse either. You know, they're, right. they're, they're still pretty much in their primes, uh, all those teams. Mm-hmm. National championship game, Rick. It's finally here. Alabama taking on Georgia. I don't. I always feel like this. It's so anticlimactic. By the time we get to the championship, it gets me a while. It gets me a while to get revved up for the championship game. It's a little bit better this year that we've only had. A, you know, there's a week break between you know the semifinal games and and the championship games. I know a lot of people are down on this matchup, Alabama versus Georgia. I'm not down on it. I'm cool with the SEC. I, maybe it's because we live in SEC country that I, I don't seem to have a problem like most of the people around the country do. But I'm pretty fired up for this game. Are you, are you interested? You're interested in this game, aren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, I think you have, you know, the two best teams. I mean, they they made their way. I mean, you, you can argue, you know, should Alabama have been, you know, chosen as a, a non conference winner but I mean look I mean you know they beat a Clemson team that nobody argued whether Clemson should be in and they were and they controlled them I mean this is you know I think what people fear about this game is that it's going to be a in the trenches both teams want to run the ball kind of slobber knocker game and you know regionally uh, you know everybody there's a lot of you know anti-SEC sentiment out there and I guess I get that but um, you know what? If if you don't want this scenario, either change the system or beat the SEC teams <laughs> right. because these are the best two teams in the country this year. I mean, they've been battle tested. Uh, you know, is the SEC the best conference, top to bottom? People look at the bowl games and they'll say, "Well, the Big Ten was, you know, eight and one or nine and one, whatever." Look, bowl games are bowl games. They don't all matter. Some teams are motivated. Some teams aren't. I know this. There's Alabama. And then there's everybody else. That's right. It's not even like they're a part of the SEC. It's a, they're right. almost their own separate entity in a way. And you mm-hmm. almost can't even include them in all the conversations about uh, which, which conferences are in here. Here's the thing, Rick, and I know everybody's got a different take on this. And when you look back at some of the classic college football games that we think of over the past few years, Alabama and Clemson last year right here in Tampa, they played a great game, and it was a high-scoring game. And everybody remembers the Texas-USC game for the national championship back in – Whatever that two thousand five or six or whatever that year that was, and that's good, considered one of the one of the great college football games of all time. But as far as this, you mentioned being sort of a slobber knocker type of game. I'm cool with that because these big, for example, these Big Twelve games that end up, you know, fifty eight to fifty four every week. Mm-hmm. I, I to me that's that's not even fun. It's like it's like seven on seven football. I would rather. <laughs> I would rather watch a game that even if it's a, a tight fourteen to ten game or seventeen oh, okay. to ten game than fifty eight fifty eight. No, you 54. wouldn't. I no, would. Right. I would. Oh, really? Really? Well, nobody's stopping anybody. So you did you didn't like the Oklahoma game. Is that what you're telling me? I right like the now? Oklahoma you didn't, Georgia well, game. Well wait a minute. Wait a no, minute. If you're telling me five all at the end if, of the if regulation? we're gonna go if we're gonna go extremes, if we're gonna be what would you rather watch? Would you six, rather six three, baby? Would you would you rather would you Give rather me have six three? Would you rather have 10-7 or 57-55? The latter. You'd rather have 57-55? Yeah, because it's entertaining. It's freaking offense. I don't want to watch a bunch of teams go 1-2-3 and punt all day. 
I mean, how do you not score, you know, 13 points in a game? But I don't think this is going to be the case. I don't think so either. I think this game's going to be higher scoring than people think it is. I do too because, I mean, look, uh, let's look back to the Georgia game, right? Georgia came in, okay, and what are they known for? They have three-headed monster at running back, and they they scored 45 points, man. And you got to give it up to the freshman quarterback. Jake Fromm was a phenomenal. I mean, he was so poised, and he made plays when he needed to, but they still ran the football, and they broke – you know, huge runs, and they it was a track meet, but it wasn't like they decided, well, we're, you know, we can't win if we don't run the ball. No, they ran the ball. And you know what? Alabama's going to run the ball. And maybe this turns, you know, what people fear, and you know this, Tom, they fear several years ago, whatever it was, before the, the you know, the, the final four of college football, the championship playoff game, they fear the whole BCS, you know, LSU-Alabama rematch, which was horrible, right. you know. I don't even know if anybody scored a touchdown in that game. Um, but I don't think this is going to be that game. I, I think there are big play guys everywhere. And I could be wrong because these teams, I mean, who coaches Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. This is this is in the family. I mean, this, you know, and it's going to, you know, they're going to try to do it the same way. But I, I think these are, there's big playmakers all over the field. And I think it's, you know, it's going to be great athletes and guys making plays, and it might be run-dominated, but I still think it's going to be a great football game. We look back at some of the games that Alabama's played this year. They played Mississippi State. That game was 31-24. Wasn't, you know, Auburn game was 20. They lost that game 26-14. I mean, it's not like it was 6-3. I mean, this game, right. there, was a, there was a little bit of scoring. I'm telling you, Rick, I like Georgia, and I have no idea why I'm saying that. Everything says Alabama. Nick Saban, been there before, like every year they're there before. Uh, Saban owns his former assistant, something like 11-0 all-time, something crazy yeah. like that. But Georgia has that it factor. I can't put my finger on it exactly, but they don't believe they're going to lose. And this, look, they, they, lost, they won in overtime. They easily give Baker Mayfield makes a play, or they let him make a play. They lose last week. But, but they didn't. But they didn't. Something tells me that, they're, that they just have it this year. I love the resilience. I absolutely thought that they showed the nation everything, you know, in that environment to be down, what were the 17 points or something like that, Um, you know, and and to not change your personality. I mean, it wasn't like they said, well, we're going to have to throw it now on every down. They, They played their game and they defensively, man, those guys just got after uh, Oklahoma and Baker Mayfield. They just, they just did. Um, And I thought that's where the game was won up front especially on defense, and they continue to run the ball. They didn't change their personality. So, and like I said, Fromm was unbelievably poised and made big plays. Uh, he showed that he can throw the ball down the field. He's unflappable. I've never seen a kid that age that can play on that stage and, and just literally not show any kind of nervousness or anything. And I think it's going to come down to that. I think that, look, both teams know they want to run the football. Both defenses can stop the run. So it's going to be impose your will on the other guy. It's going to be who can make the most plays, Jalen Hurts or or Fromm. And I think Fromm's a better thrower, but I think, you know, Hurts has been on this stage. He was he was one second away yeah. from winning a national championship, and I thought he played really good in that game a year ago and deserved to win. So the experience, you know, this is the national championship, and, and as well as – you know, I, I don't discount George's quarterback, but I just think that Hertz is going to make more plays with his feet 
or with his arm. I, I just think when it comes down to crunch time, I trust their quarterback, and I have no no reason to other than he has stood on this stage before and almost got it done. Right, so you're picking Alabama to win this game? I'm picking Alabama to win this game. They, I really it, like I Alabama. mean, it'll come down to a turnover, too, in Alabama's defense. Yeah. Certainly, they created turnovers in the Clemson game and took one back for a touchdown. I'm, I'm going to stick with Georgia just because, of that, like I said, they have – I have no yeah. reason – my head tells me Alabama should win this game, but there's something about that Georgia team I really I, like. I think they're special. I agree with you. What they did last week was special. You don't do that. On the, uh, in the national semifinal, come from behind against a Heisman Trophy winner as hot as he was. That was phenomenal. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at Rick Tom Podcast, at NFL Strad, at Tom W. Jones. Thanks to our producer, Steve Versick. Enjoy the national championship game, and we'll talk to you next time, and we'll go over the national champion, and it's not UCF. Sorry, UCF. Take care, everybody. <laughs> 